welcome to Career Tools. Today's cast, Greetings in Disk. Today, we explain a simple application of disk behavior on greeting others. Here we go. You know, this is a little bit ridiculous. What's ridiculous? Now, every time I run into somebody, now I got to somehow greet them differently. I mean, <laughs> you, you never stop thinking about this kind of stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> it's why I don't have a life, but that's okay. Okay. So, so you just got to explain a little bit of this to me. You got me, you got me flummoxed here. <laughs> Good word. Yeah. Look, gr- greeting other people, it would seem simple, right? There's got to be a common language or something that, that makes it easy. And sure. Yeah. In America, you say hi. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you're in California and that, you know, then they might frisk you for pot. Um, most of us, essentially what most of us do is use the same greeting for everybody. Right. I mean, you've heard me say, Hey dude, five million times. Right. And, and look, if you're greeting a lot of people, that makes it a great deal easier for us, for all of us. The problem is if everybody, if we greet everybody the same, how does that square with what Drucker teaches us, which is, of course, communication is what the listener does. Are we just making sounds to make the other person aware that we exist? I don't think so. Um, The fact is, if we all communicate using the same phrase to everyone, if we greet everybody the same way, we're violating the rule that, well, we're not violating the rule that communication is what the listener does, but we're certainly engaging in behavior that is ineffective on a large portion of the populace. And we're not suggesting that every single thing anyone ever says needs to be totally tailored to their audience. But if it's easy to make a small change and you get a big return, if the ROI can be justified, it's hard to argue against it. Right. You know, most of us tend to talk, communicate in ways, ways that make sense to us, right? But again, that only works well with a small, you know, maybe 25%, all things being equal, of the population of a potential audience. So this cast is really about making a better first impression even earlier in a conversation or a professional exchange, starting as early as your greeting. That's all. Well, that makes a lot of sense. If we want to be effective with people, if we want to increase the effectiveness of our communications, then it makes sense to start off a conversation well, right? With some kind of rapport or some kind of initial impression that suggests that you're worth talking to. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and look, we want to make it as simple as possible. You said you were flummoxed. Most people, I'm sure, at the first thought of this, is you mean I have to change based on the person? The answer is yes. But I can assure you, after having done this for years and years and years and years and years, it's easy. It's super easy. And as you'll hear in just a second when I walk through the outline, we give you two key outs that will make it easy, even if you don't want to tailor your greeting to everyone. So we've got six points we want to make. The first one is is essentially the background, which is greet based on your recipient's profile, who you're talking to. And then we're going to share rule number one of all greetings. Number two, we're going to talk about high communicating, greeting, high Ds, those people who are dominant. And the, the guidance there is short, flat, period. And number three is high Is, who are the influencers, influencers of the group. And we're going to recommend that you smile, uh, stay general, and ask a question. Uh, when it comes to high S's, our number four, uh, the steadfast team bu- team builders and team players in your community, we recommend you smile, be specific, and ask a question again. 
And for number five, high seas, conscientious folks, the engineers and perfectionists in the world, we recommend you be short and use a period. And then last point, number six, we, we, we joke around a little bit for the high DKs, which is a phrase <laughs> that means don't know, right? We recommend that you make, you, you use a short question statement, not a question, but a question statement. And before we go any further, let me just say there's an important distinction to make here. This is not a cast about introductions. We have a cast on that. That is generally guided by etiquette and professional standards. This cast is about recommendations for situations where we really won't be introducing ourselves initially, either because we already know the recipient and we're simply acknowledging them or passing them in the hallway or going into a meeting or whatever, or because we don't see ourselves maintaining a relationship with this person initially, and yet we're sharing space with them in such a way that some sort of greeting is appropriate. So this is not about introductions. It's simply greeting. Okay. Good. Now, now before we go on a little bit, um, we'll, we'll put links to our manager tools cast that we did on the disc profile. Right. Um, that'd be very useful. So if you're not familiar with disc, it may be a little bit harder to, to follow. So, so why don't you do something for me if you real, would real quick, which is just take 60 seconds and explain for those who aren't familiar with the disc model, what disc is real briefly and, and a little bit more in D, I, S, and C. So folks Good. understand where we're coming from. You're right. You're right. DISC is a behavioral profiling system that Manager Tools recommends that essentially posits that all human beings uh, behave all the time, and we all of us generally tend to engage in patterns of behaving. Some of us tend to talk with certain sets of words. Others use, others use different words. Others tend to focus on people. Some people tend to focus on tasks. Some people tend to be assertive. Some people tend to be reserved. And it's specifically based on behavior. It is not a personality test. It doesn't tell you who you are. What it does is, in a very short time, and we, we provide a link to, to allow folks to buy them on the site, what it says is this, this will describe for you how you behave, how you tend to behave when you're not thinking about behaving. The beauty of DISC is it doesn't tell you this is your personality, this is your destiny, this is who you are. It simply says this is what your patterns of behavior are. Your habits tend to, tend to be, all things being equal, you'll tend to behave more like this, a D, an I, or S, or a C, as opposed to a that. And, and it also says, but you can behave any way you want to if you think about it first. And for anyone who's ever stopped short of saying something and said, wait a minute, this is my spouse, or this is the person on my team who tends to react to change poorly, but once it's explained, they're fully on board. Or, wait, this is my top performer, and she is brilliant and insightful, and she can have a high-level overview. Or, no, this person is a re it really likes details, and so I have to spend more time going over the details. If you've ever had that experience, then DISC is a very powerful tool because it will literally, everybody who's ever taken it that I've ever administered to, we're talking about 10,000 people probably, has said, wow, that's me. And if they doubted that, Somebody else said, no, no, I assure you, dude, that's you. And D, I, S, and C essentially break down uh, the, the typical patterns into four very gross, very large tendencies of behavioral patterns. And a high D is a dominant, forceful, no-nonsense, take-no-prisoners, leader, a general pattern, 
powerful uh, business leader or political leader, a Lyndon Johnson, perhaps, as opposed to a, a President Obama. Whereas a high I is an influencer. They're the salespeople and marketing people of the world. They love to tell stories. They're high energy. They were president of their class. Uh, they're the most fun girl in a sorority or, or young man in a, in a uh, fraternity. They're debaters. Um, they have millions of friends. They have great networks. They're always texting people. The high S's of the world. And, and by the way, these are generalizations. This is not what the profiles will tell you in the instrument. These are just generalizations to make it easier for people to start thinking about DISC. High S's are the steadfast ones. You mentioned um, oh, Patton as a high D. A high I example might be President Clinton, for example. Uh, Bill Clinton is a great example of very magnetic personality, uh, very energetic, very enthusiastic. J Jay Leno would be a high I, uh, okay. for instance. Let's see, a high S is, is, is a team player, a warm, personable, reserved people-focused person. Uh, they're the person who's always asking how everyone else is doing, bakes, bakes uh, goods for the office and wants to bring in donuts and, and uh, sits and talks with people. And tends to people would tend to say have a slower metabolism and are great listeners. Yeah, uh, Mother Teresa might be a good example of high S. Very good example. Another example of a high S on American television would be Mr. Rogers. Mr. Uh, very okay. Okay. tend to be soft spoken, uh, but very pleasant, very warm, very grandmotherly or grandfatherly. High S's are often the, t the, the glue that holds teams together while high D's try to tear them apart. Um, and then the high C's of the group in an audience are the conscientious ones, the, the perfectionists, the engineers, the accountants. We've joked before on manager tools, ready, aim, 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 whereas the high Ds are ready, fire, aim. And they tend to be very interested in process, very interested in rules, don't tend to be as focused much on people, don't tend to be as warm, but are not as assertive as a high D. High Ds and high Cs tend to be task-focused, work-focused. They just believe the work should get done, and people that way people will get taken care of, whereas the high Ss and the high Is want to take care of the people, and if the people get taken care of, the work will get done. Okay, and a fictional high C might be Mr. Spock. Oh, perf a perfect example would be Spock of, of Star Trek, certainly. Okay. Joyce Brothers, a famous doctor uh, in America, would be a classic example of a high C. Uh, you know, on TV, people don't realize this, though this will probably confuse people, but Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian, and the role he plays on his TV show would be a high C. He's a very neat dresser. His, 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 uh, his, uh, uh, his apartment is always quite, quite clean. He tends to be uh, crisp in his speech and so on. Of course, he's, he's certainly a comedian and, and a great one, um, but the character he plays tends to be a, a high C. Okay, good. So, so for those of you who already knew what DISC was, I apologize. I, for those who are, are new to it, though, um, I was afraid it might be a little confusing if we didn't cover it just a little bit. So, okay, with that background, then let's, yeah. let's, let's get into the, the core of this cast, and let's talk about point one, which is greet based on your recipient's profile, and rule number one. So, you got... so. Okay, we talked a little bit about yeah, profile, two points there. Yeah, tell us about no, what rule number one is. Yeah, we'll get to that. Look, look, here's here's the simple overview of this. Rather than doing what's easy, which is just using our language, why not take a moment and communicate in the language? And, and what we're talking about here, when we say language, we're talking behavioral language of the recipient. And it, it really is easy in principle, but very few people do it. And, and, and frankly, there's a good reason. No one's ever taught us this stuff. It's it's it frustrates me to some degree that. 
You know, very few of us ever get detailed behavioral training about greetings and conversations and speaking and listening and gesturing. There's a lot of poo-pooing today about uh, uh, etiquette training and 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 uh, uh, social graces training. It's left for wealthy people and so on, but it's very powerful stuff. And it, it's sort of coated with an air of nobility to it that is probably inappropriate, but you can learn a lot about how to be polite to people. Um, you know, I, I joke that my favorite phrase is, yes, please, thank you, um, just because it's all positive. And saying please and thank you, and, and at times, even though some people disagree with it, sir and ma'am, uh, can get you the world when you're in a pinch and you're traveling and you're far away from home. All of the behaviors that we all do every day, communicating with other people and, and often having to diffuse tension, somehow are not important enough to be given some basic training. It's frustrating. But, but look, if you go to France right now, to the land of Manager Tools France, of course, where Cedric and, and Lori live, if you do that and you speak English, you know, if you're in Paris, maybe you get lucky and they can speak some English, although they don't speak it every day. And look, even if they do speak a little of it, if you're using your language, it's harder for them to understand you. And of course, they're the one doing the communicating. You're just the one talking. It's harder for them than their native language, which is French. But, you know, the joke is, of course, the ugly American goes over there, asks for directions to something. And when the Frenchman says, I'm sorry, I don't, you know, I don't understand you, the, the American, ugly American just speaks louder and slower in English, in American English at that. Probably has some curse words in there, too. And the American says, well, you know, we're over there and we're seeing the sights and so on. And our response is, well, how well would any of our American citizens respond to a question about directions in Los Angeles spoken in French? So look, if we're greeting someone, we may be starting a conversation. We may simply be being courteous. Regardless, we are being solicitous of someone else. It only makes sense that we consider their natural tendencies, their styles of communicating, rather than simply using our own because our own is easiest. And folks, easiest is not always the best way. And frankly, why bother being solicitous if we're going to make it easy on us rather than respectful of them? So all that leads up to rule number one of greetings. When in doubt, use your recipient's standard greeting. They're probably using the rule of thumb, the heuristic of, I can't figure out what everybody needs, and so I'm going to use what works for me. Right. So assuming that, that you've been greeted by this person a few times, and, and now that you know about behavior, you've been listening well, to Andrew tools or listening to career tools, we, we hope you're paying at attention to Yeah, ho hope you're now. paying attention to behaviors and, and you're actually listening to what they say rather than saying, oh, I've been greeted. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So when it, so if you are paying attention, it's not too hard to notice a pattern or a single note tune in their greeting of us, right? And so yeah. what you're suggesting then is if they say hi, you say hi back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the stuff isn't taught. So here's a couple of simple examples. You run into some, we run into somebody in the hallway. They say, hi, Mike, how are you? Our return greeting is not, fine, thanks. It's, fine, Bob, thanks. How are you? <laughs> right? That's the greeting we're giving them, and we're using their greeting. It, look, if we run into somebody walking into a meeting, and they say, morning. Our response is not, morning, Mike, how are you today? Rather, we just say, morning. And they think we're a genius, frankly. Okay, but but um, I know some people got to feel like I do that. That if somebody said morning to me, and I just said morning back, that would you know that sound kind of curt, right? I mean, short. Um, and to me, it wouldn't seem very warm. That's for sure. Yeah, if if if, if you're used to saying, "Hey, how's it going? Good weekend? All going? You know, how are the kids? You know, how's Marie? Right? Sure. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. 
Okay. And we understand that you probably feel a little bit uncomfortable. All that means is that the greeting, morning, isn't our normal greeting. But again, when we go to France, we don't speak French as fluently as we do Portuguese, if we're Portuguese, or from Portugal, or Dutch, or, or English. And so it's hard for us to use some French words to engage in a dialogue with someone to make it easy for them to help us. So look, keep in mind, a different response than what we're used to giving is harder for us. Yes. Okay. But a different response than what they are used to hearing is harder for them. So it seems silly to say, well, I'm just going to use something easy for me, even though it makes it harder for them, when in fact we're trying to be solicitous, we're trying to be graceful, we're trying to be professionally polite um, to someone. Look, when we ask a question, when, when they say morning to us, morning, which is, which is a completely acceptable professional greeting everywhere in the world, morning or afternoon, although, you know, the old, the old saying that, you know, if, if you go to the Bahamas and, and you do that, the police officer will look at you and say, excuse me, if you just walk up and say, can you tell me how to get to here? They'll get to say, excuse me? And you look at them and you ask the question again and they say, good morning, sir. And you say, ah, good morning. <laughs> and then they say, may I help you, sir? And then you ask. But look, if they've said morning and then we respond back, hey, Bob, morning, how's it going? Good weekend, what's going on? Do you see the game? Okay, they may well say to themselves, why is he asking me anything? You're thinking, I don't want to change my behavior. I don't want to be curt to this guy and say morning. And so we use our standing greeting. And the response in his head is, why is this guy asking me anything? Do I have to respond to this? How long will this last? I didn't want to have a communication. I don't want to have a conversation. I just wanted to greet him. It seemed appropriate because we we're within three feet of one another. But that doesn't mean we're going to become best buddies. Will he want me to ask how he's doing? I really don't even care how he's doing right now. I'm totally busy. I know I'm supposed to care, but you know, right now I'm busy. I've got stuff to do. I'm solving problems in my head. And, and, and the end result is, sheesh. This people stuff sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you certainly you could choose to say whatever you want to say and add 20 words to the morning. And that's what's going through the head of the person that you asked. Because rule number one is when in doubt, use your recipient's standard greeting rather than your own standard greeting. They're telling you up front what they want to hear. Say what they want to hear. So it sounds a little bit to me like you're saying that this is about them and not about me. Oh, you know, it's <laughs> just a little uncomfortable, but okay. Okay. So, okay. So let's having that as background, let's talk about each of the different profiles and, and great idea, how, how they might greet us and how we'd greet them if we know what their profile. So let's talk about the high D, the, the dominant, oh, Patton-esque kind of person. Yeah. I think, I, you know, when I think of international, De Gaulle was a high D, uh, Churchill was a high D. Margaret Thatcher, maybe. Margaret Thatcher, oh, serious ID. High Ds are dominant, task-focused, get-it-done, forceful, non-people-oriented people. They know they live in a world of people, and they do want to have effective relationships with others. They believe the way to have great relationships with other people is to do what they're supposed to do, to be professional, to make things happen, to solve problems, to move forward, to make decisions, accept risk, and eliminate risk through action. If they're all these things, they'll be respected and appreciated and promoted, and they will have great relationships with all the people who work for them. And look, they, high Ds, they know they have to greet us, and usually they do. But they probably don't want to be our best friend at the moment they greet us. At least they don't want to behave like they're our best friend. 
and they don't want to know everything about us, right? <laughs> they no, want frankly, to know they us want to know. because because yeah. we work together, and and knowing helps get things done. But it's all about getting things done. They really yeah. don't want to know all our personal details. Yeah. So generally speaking, they use and then tend to like in response to them or given to them short, flat greetings that get the job done and don't necessarily require a great deal of interaction. That means questions don't generally work well as st- generally work as well as statements. Right. So like perfect greetings for high D is like morning or afternoon or hey. <laughs> hey. Or hi. Hi. Yeah. Although hi, I actually think hi is becoming less and less. I think that's much more of a, I think that's becoming younger rather than professional. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm not a, not a linguistic demographer, uh, but morning, afternoon, good night, <laughs> completely appropriate. Now, look, folks, think about this. Think carefully about this, particularly you high I's and high S's, you people folks who we love you and high D's, we love you too. These greetings are not the same thing as saying, how are you? That is a question. Notice the difference. You could easily say, well, they're both greetings, Mark. And we'd say, yeah, you're right. One is a statement, morning. When you say, how are you? That's a question. Questions beg responses. Questions signal interaction. These are not necessarily positive connotations for many high Ds. Right. ID doesn't necessarily want to have an interaction with you. Right. <laughs> right. And this doesn't mean that they're disrespectful. It means they have a set of behaviors that are different than ours. And this is an example of diversity. It's just behavioral diversity rather than racial or ethnic or gender diversity or age diversity. So what do you say? Morning, afternoon, hey, or welcome back. And that last one has two words. And then you're about at the limit of what your, brief, your, your greeting can be for a high D. You don't have to smile. You want to raise your eyebrows? That's fine. It's sometimes it's even good. A handshake is often welcome from high D's, but it's generally brief. Ultimately, though, it's fine simply to say the word morning, afternoon. Now, some some people, I, I talked to one guy once who said, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I can say, how are you in one, one, one syllable? How are you? Um, or yo. I said, well, okay. But if you're looking for advice, if you're looking for recommendation of how to change your natural greeting, and if you're wondering what your natural greeting is, just listen to it come into your mouth in the next four or five days, and you'll discover what it is very quickly. You fall into a trap. We all do. It's not a trap or a rut. It's a, it's a, it's a deep pattern of behavior. And then you'll know. And then you'll know that it works on some people, people like you, but not everybody. Okay. So we talked about high Ds. Let's talk a little bit about high eyes, the influencers, you know, the Bill Clintons of the world. How do we, how do we greet them? Right. With a, with a, pleased to meet you, Mr. President. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill Clinton is a good example. Exceptionally dynamic, brilliant man uh, who um, just anyone who met him said, wow, I felt like I was the only person in the room when he was talking to me. We find high eyes in sales and marketing. They're the fraternity chairs. Uh, and as the saying goes, they're damn glad to meet you. Uh, they're outgoing, enthusiastic. They smile more than all the rest of us combined. They wear fashionable clothes. They carry the latest handbag. They love people. They like talking to people and then sometimes never, ever shutting up. Uh, they tell stories, great, big, long stories about their work and their life. They are eager for you to hear all of their stories about them and their friends. They love brainstorming. They love meeting and they have fantastic networks of others that are eager to help them. Uh, they tend to miss deadlines a lot and they drive D's crazy. When they greet us, they really want to make a wow impression. They love to hear how our weekend was and how our kids are. And to, of course, to share those same details with us. And I'm sure everyone who's listening can probably throw a rock and find a high D somewhere or high I somewhere near. When it comes to high eyes, they use 
And then therefore, because of our first rule, they like casual, friendly, open-ended greetings that are energetic. They want to share and they want to allow us to do so as well. And that means a series of comments and questions. They ask questions, expect answers, and want to ask us, want us to ask questions of them as well. So what would you say with a, hi, how about, how about something like, hey, how's it going? Perfect. And if I, you know, smiled and plenty of direct eye contact. Right? Yeah, as painful like that? as that might be for you, as easy it would be for you to say, Mike, for you to look at him and say morning and morning being one syllable long and without, you know, without even gesturing in their direction, I would suggest that you would be more effective in making a good, really, really early first impression with a high eye. If you said, how's it going? Or what's up? Or nice to see you. How are things? By the way, high eyes, people, folks, they're fine with more words. You'll hear this in high S's too. You know, hey, what have you been up to? There is a caveat with some of these high eye comments though, that some of these greetings do tend to be more casual, more relaxed, a little bit more breezy, and maybe too much if you're greeting a high eye who's higher up the chain of command. You may need a little bit more of a relationship with somebody higher up the chain of command to get away with some of these. A question, certainly, to a high eye who's higher than you in the chain of command, but perhaps not a longer one, not, not as long as one of the ones we've mentioned and not as casual. And really, it boils down to behavior is affected by the rules and principles of power in organizations. You know, one, one thing that struck me, we talked a little bit earlier about uh, eye contact and actually smiling, and it occurred to me that the smiling part is going to be difficult for some people. <laughs> Yeah, because because they don't have the muscles to smile. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, when they when their kids do something like great at a soccer game, they don't smile. When their spouse says "I love you," they don't smile. When someone tells a great joke, they don't smile because they're physically incapable of it. Right? Yeah, that's what I find. You know, that's the reason that people don't smile. No, people don't smile because they don't want to smile because they think it's uncool or it's not professional. Well, and they're wrong. They're frankly dead set wrong. And uh, if you want to be more effective with some of the populace, you've got to learn to smile more. The effective manager, the effective leader, the effective communicator, the effective listener is someone who modifies their own behaviors to reduce the impact of their negative tendencies, the ones that won't be appreciated by the recipient, and increase the use of things that would be re- uh, appreciated by the recipient to increase the, the quality and quantity of the communication you're having. It's as simple as that. And I've had people come up to me afterwards and say, what can, you know, tell me what your profile is. Because when you were talking to me, you were smiling and very energetic. When you were talking to him, you had your arms crossed and you were very low key. So, well, that's because of who you are. Uh, and they said, oh, I see. I, I get it. And then they went back to arguing. So, yeah. I mean, look, if you say, how are you? And you don't smile. And it's very monotone. And it's very quick. And you're turning away as you say it. It almost wipes out the value you get in changing the words you're going to use in your greeting if you're greeting a high eye. So when we say smile, we mean it. Smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big and, and if you're if you're a high C, we haven't got a high C, but if you're a high C and you don't smile a lot, then you know, smile to the point where you think you look ridiculous and you're probably yeah, and you're almost probably smiling to, enough. Just scratch the surface. You're probably just scratch the surface. Yeah. And, and look, we, we respect the fact that everybody brings their own tendencies to the table. And some people, I'm sure there are high C's in the audience that say some of the high I's smile too much. It's okay to be a high C as an example, just using this as an example and not smile. It's not okay to be a high C to know 
that other people smile more and tend to hang around with other people who smile more and then wonder why you don't have a good relationship with them and why you can't seem to get your change initiatives and your project. You can't get your change initiative staffed and you can't get your projects funded by people who have power who are high eyes, you know, or you can actually, it is okay to complain about it. It's just not cognitively sensible. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, it doesn't work. So it doesn't work. Yeah. Good. Okay. So let's talk about um, the highest. We talked about D's and I's. Next yeah. one on our list is the highest, the steadfast person. Right. We recommend that you smile and you stay specific and you ask a question. I's and S's get questions. D's and C's get statements. High S's are the warm, personable, caring folks uh, that tend to focus a great deal on how to keep others in a positive state. Team players. They like helping others get along. They listen well. They express concern openly. They love to help others. If you, inter if you interrupt them, they will stop doing what they're doing and turn and face you and help you. Ds, when you interrupt them, do not even, are not even aware of your existence. <laughs> Is say, yeah, let's interrupt each other. It's great. Let's chat. And high Cs say, I'll give you 30 seconds. And at 30 seconds, they turn away and get back to work on more important things. But high Ss like to help others get along. They love to help personally and professionally. They're reliable. They tend to be slow to change, much like high C's. D's and I's tend to be fast to change, and frankly, sometimes too fast. When we say that S's and C's are slow to change, people think that's pejorative. It's not. They're slower to change than D's and I's. D's and I's might drive us off a cliff, whereas S's and C's won't do that. S's and C's, on the other hand, might not seize an opportunity where D's and I's would. Neither is good or bad. They're simply different. That's the beauty of diversity. Diversity isn't good or bad. It's just different. The application of those various skills and abilities and tendencies can be in some situations good or bad. And since we all have all of these tendencies in us to some degree, you can raise and lower any of them at any time if you simply think about it first. To the high S's, greetings are particularly important. They represent the start of a relationship or the start of a moment in a relationship. They represent an opportunity to learn more about an existing relationship. They're a chance to support another person by learning about them, smiling, asking about somebody else's day or work or family is an effort to create a bond in the hands of a high ass and to reconnect personally, more, both personally and professionally. High S's use, and then again, because they tend to use it, they tend to like it in return, warm, friendly greetings that are the beginning of a conversation. They ask questions. And, and by the way, Mike, don't you agree? The D's and C's in the audience go, oh, my God. Oh, right now they're saying, oh, yeah, I know that person. They, he wants to talk to me. He wants to get to know me. I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I really don't have time to do this. Right. Yeah. But if you want to be effective with them, you're going to make time to do this. That's yeah. That's the point. Yeah. They ask questions. They listen well to your answers, to our answers, and they follow up. They do not simply greet, but they greet to engage. So I know you're going to ask me, right? Perfect greeting. <laughs> Perfect greeting. Yeah, what's a perfect greeting for high S? Yeah. How are you today? Deliver, how are you today? With a smile and a clear pause afterwards. Don't say, how are you today? I hope you had a good weekend because then it's rhetorical. How are you today? And pause. And that essentially says, it's your turn to talk and I'm going to be a respectful listener the way you are a respectful listener. How about body language? Any difference in body language with a high S in particular? Yeah. The mistake that we make is we tend to blow past them. Hey, how are you? And we walk right by them or we, they, they, they slow down. If we're past them in the hallway, going opposite directions. Hi, Mark, how are you? And as I'm walking by, looking over my shoulder, I'm fine. And I'm turning back and look at the documents in my hand. And they're like, oh, he just hurt my feelings. And I think to myself, I, I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. I just say good morning. 
but you didn't like what I said. Right. And of course, then I think of Horseman's Law, which is how you feel is your fault anyway. And then I chastise myself and try to do better the next time. Um, because just like everybody who's listening, Mike and I are learning this stuff too. Because every day we make mistakes and we try to get better. But generally, we try to stop or we slow down when we're walking. And either we just turn to face them or we adjust our body language if we're not walking to indicate that the question is not just a throwaway greeting. It's not a line. And we're going to listen to their response. Now, look, we can do another cast at some point about how to disengage from a conversation you don't want to be in. That's fine. But we're talking about how to be effective with greetings right now. And, and something else, the, the addition of today, in other words, how are you today, is a small change that in our experience, particularly me, has had a surprising impact. It takes that question, the, the standard is how are you, it takes it out of the casually tossed off category and suggests that a specific response is what's wanted. It's how are you today? And it's better then, you know, you're going to get a better response to how are you today than if you say, how are you? Because generically what most, because how are you is a generic query, people are going to respond generically, which is to say, fine. Now the high C's are going to say, I'm fine. But if you're greeting a high S, the best one we know of is how are you today? Now, look, you could also add other ones that are good. Good morning. Nice to see you. How are things? And again, notice more words here. Then in the D's and C's, we'll talk about the C's in just a second. Or we could say, so good to see you again. How have you been? Yeah. Question every time too. Yeah. Every time a question. And notice, by the way, it's not just morning. It's good morning every time. And generally, again, more words. Look, a big part of any greeting to a high S is the willingness to wait for an answer. Remember, their greetings are part of the engagement of a conversation. Not listening to their answer is essentially ignoring their greeting after a fashion. Slow down. Show that you are slowing down by stopping your feet from moving. That's, I'm saying that to the mirror right now. Be ready for more than a one-word answer and be ready for his or her questions back to you. Okay. So the last out of the, the four of the disc profile, the, right. the high C, conscientious person. Yeah. This is uh, very similar to high D, short with a period. High C is the perfectionist of the world. They want things done right, which by the way, usually means they do it themselves. Uh, they focus on work and processes. When things go wrong, they know why, usually because somebody else made a mistake because they weren't accurate enough and careful enough and they don't value quality highly enough. And I can vouch for that. They're right. I don't. They like data. They prefer to analyze before speaking or deciding, or they prefer to analyze before analyzing some more, before getting some more data to make sure that the analysis was supported. I love picking on you, partner, by the way. I know. Yeah, I, I'm... Yeah, you're, you're bearing, bearing it. it very well. You're bearing it very well in service to our audience, right? Yeah, Good. we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slam. Unlike high Ds, and I'm a high D, high C, so right. I know this, but we see greetings as part of our responsibilities to interact with others. And it's really a function of our role within the organization, right? And, right. right. And so we develop these coping mechanisms to do so. Now, they greet us because they have to, and we don't particularly intend to engage with folks. Most of right. the time. Yeah. So folks like you, a high C and similarly high D's tend to use and like short, flat greetings. They don't ask questions generally and generally have less eye contact than others. High D's often initiate and reciprocate handshakes. High C's will generally not initiate them. 
and reciprocate only when their hands are not full of documents and then only because of form. The perfect high C greeting is, may sound familiar, morning, afternoon. No smile, no eyebrows, no tonal changes. And you know what? Since I picked on the D's and C's, let me pick on the I's and S's. I's and S's, this is an appropriate greeting. It's not a rude greeting. It's completely appropriate for a high D or a high C, particularly a high C. You don't need to deliver it in a sing-song voice. It's not the start of a song. Between, It's not a duet. We don't need long eye contact. Let's get right back to work. Don't ask me a question. I've probably already moved on from the interaction. I'm back to thinking about process improvements. Very simple. Morning, afternoon. Sounds perfect to me. Yeah. It, 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 and, and the high C's say, why are we saying 20 words? This is efficiency in action. I know I have to greet you. I do care about you. I care about your workload. I care about your efficiency. I care about your effectiveness. I know you're a human being. I know you have a family. Good morning or morning or afternoon. And let's dismiss with the pleasantries and let's get down to work. Because we have competitors who don't want everything. They just want what's theirs and what's next to theirs. And we happen to be next to them and we don't want them to have our stuff. There you go. Now, yeah. now you got it. Yeah, nah, that now sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So we've covered D, I, S, and C. Now we got to talk about the high D, K, and we joke that don't know. And because we're, we're going to run into people that we don't know. We haven't observed them a lot. We don't know what their profile is. And so then what do we do then? Yeah. If you don't, if you've never met them, you don't have a sense of their style and you feel the need to greet. We're sitting next to this person. Uh, we're in a long elevator ride. We're sharing a cab. We're sitting beside them. We're attending an event. We're waiting in line together whatever. A big open-ended question is probably too much for a high C or a high S. When I'm in a good mood and I ask a high I question of somebody and I get back what I call a dead fish and I think, I think to myself, oops, there's a bad, you know, this guy's a high C or perhaps a high S, my bad. On the other hand, a flat morning greeting may cause a high I or S to think we're a cold fish ourselves. So, what I've discovered is that the answer here for a DK, we don't know what their profile is, is to combine our tendencies, state a short question without the tonal change that would normally make it a question in terms of how you would ask it. In other words, you eliminate the question mark. It's not a question anymore. Again, deliver without a great deal of inflection or a great deal of energy. I have used this particular greeting 10,000 times on airplanes Virtually every time I sit next to someone and it works like a charm, I am amazed at the number of conversations I have with people that I'd never met before. And it is simply this. How are you today? That's all. It's not, how are you today? Right? You're not focusing on the today. You're not making it a question. You're just simply saying, how are you today? No big smile. The recipient might hear it as a question. And frankly, I would argue that the I's and S's will hear it as a question. Lucky them. The D's and C's will hear it as a greeting. Slightly longer than they want, but flat enough that they can tend to say, fine, thanks, you. And you say back, fine. And now you both are speaking the same language, and you've just been given an inordinate amount of clues to that person's profile. And if you continue to communicate with them, it'll make it easier to understand where they're going and where they're going to be coming from. It's not a brush off because of the inclusion of the word you. There's an opportunity for a response. But again, not an obligation that could create that moment of indecision early on. Do I want to talk to this person or not? And so you just say, how are you today? Yeah. And once they respond, you're going to know exactly what, or you're going to have a better clue as to what their profile is. And you can take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, look, these are greetings. Okay. There's a whole nother cast about what to do with the different responses we might get. And of course, 
I, I've told many clients before the reason sometimes that our initiatives work at clients is because we think through the implications of one person having communication with another one, what that person's going to say, and we create templates and ideas and messages that will help get the point across. And we eliminate the possibility of really off-putting or off-sounding or uh, bad tonal quality messages. But conversations get very complex, very, very fast. This is just a start. But if you believe that first impressions make a difference, let's agree that a small change in the way we speak to other people could have a big difference in terms of our first impression. And we ought not to throw that away if it's not that hard to change. And I don't think anything we've suggested here today, partner, is a big change. This cast is just those few important first words that are necessary to greet our associates, which happens all the time at work, and also those people we meet in our professional and personal travels. Good. I want me to do the wrap up. Yeah, would you please? Yeah. Thank so you. remember, folks, great greet people based on your the, the the recipient's profile, who you're meeting, and or rule number one, which is greet them the way they greet you. For high D's, short and flat and use a period. For IIs, smile, ask a question and make it general. For high S's, smile and ask a specific question. For high C's, uh, be short. Uh, D's and C's, the best is morning and afternoon with a period at the end of it. And if you don't know, say, don't ask, say, how are you today? That's it. Awesome. All right, my friend. Thanks, partner. Thank you. We'll see you. All right, everyone. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it. So until next week, have a great one. So long, folks.